Welcome to this special episode on the Glasgow Repair Cafe, a social enterprise that is fighting to keep repairable items out of landfill and pushing for positive change on right to repair legislation. In this episode, you're going to hear all about what they do, why they do it, and what their plans are for the future. Hope you enjoy. I'm here with Paula Pike, who's one of the directors of the Glasgow Repair Cafe, and we're here at the Media Room at the new Strathunion building. So thanks very much for coming on, Paula. It's great to, great to have you here. Thank you for inviting me, Eldon. Super, you're most welcome. Um, so uh, first of all, I'd love to get a bit more of a sense for our, for our listeners of what the Repair Cafe Glasgow is and kind of what you're all about and what the organisation does. Yeah, for sure. So Repair Cafe Glasgow is a, a volunteer-led organisation, a social enterprise that is driven by a wider movement from Repair Cafe International, which wants to encourage the repair of, of, of items for, for many reasons, to keep them from landfill to to promote a more circular economy, really. Um, and what we do is we host events monthly with a group of fantastic and enthusiastic volunteers and invite people to bring their broken items. Um, they could be household items, they might be small electricals or household goods or toys or clothes and textiles. And we want to help those individuals to repair those items with uh, our trained uh, and skilled repairers, but also to encourage individuals to take part in that repair themselves and upskill them and empower them uh, going forward. Wonderful. Um, and I suppose the other key question is: Is the Glasgow Repair is Repair Cafe Glasgow a one-off, or is there is there more out there in, in the world? We're certainly not the first, but we were the first in Scotland, although I think there's one in Stirling that tries to dispute that, but we were pretty much the first repair cafe in the model that we do it. Um, they did begin in 2008, I think it was. The movement began in the Netherlands, and there are thousands of repair cafes across Europe. Now that you've got a sense of what the Glasgow Repair Cafe is all about, I'd like to take some time to share with you interviews from those who've benefited directly from the Glasgow Repair Cafe over the last couple of months, both those who've used the cafe, learned from our workshops, and also our own volunteers and their experiences of learning and developing through the Glasgow Repair Cafe, and also sharing their skills. And then moving on from that, I'd like to go back to Paula and hear the rest of our journey so far, and also hear about what the future holds for the Glasgow Repair Cafe. Thanks very much. And I'm here with Leslie. What did you bring in today, Leslie? Uh, so I brought in my daughter's doll who had uh, lost an arm. Could you talk me through what textiles did for you there? Uh, I know it's fairly self-explanatory, <laughs> but... Yeah, well, I, I was actually feeling a bit embarrassed because I thought it probably was a simple fix that maybe I should have been able to do myself, but um, they just reattached the arm very securely. Um, it's sewed on very tightly, and um, they've checked that the other one... They also checked that the other one was still um, intact as well, so they've done, yeah, they've done an excellent job. I mean, from, from my perspective, I couldn't... I would never have been able to tell that that arm had come off and gone back on again, so... Yeah. I'm, I'm very impressed with that. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> it's going to make a two-year-old um, very happy. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, that's fantastic to hear. So I, su I suppose my last question is, would you recommend the, the Repair Cafe to others? Absolutely. I was a wee bit nervous about coming because I didn't really know how it was like set up and I thought maybe they would think that my repair was a bit trivial, but um, staff 
or the work, the volunteers are so helpful. I think it's lovely that you give people like a cup of tea and stuff like that. And everyone has just been so nice, and it was done so quickly and efficiently. I'm absolutely delighted. I would absolutely recommend it. Fantastic! Yeah. That's brilliant to hear. Um, well, thanks very much for your time. No, it's much thank appreciated. Thank you. Thanks very much. <laughs> Marvelous. Cheers. I'm here with Maeve. Um, so, what was your, what were you up to today, Maeve? I, I know you didn't bring a nightman. It's something slightly different today. So, I was taking part in the intro to sewing workshop for beginners, um, and we had the option of sewing either a cushion cover or a tote bag. So, super. That's what I was doing. Um, so that that was learning to sew on a machine, was it? Yeah. So, using a sewing machine, so people could bring in their own machines if they had one at home and kind of get used to using their own tools, or there were sewing machines provided for anyone who didn't have their own. Brilliant. That's fantastic. So, um, what was the experience? What did you choose to make? And and how do you, do you feel like you've learned some, something from today? Yeah, the, well, it was a great experience. It was really nice to be learning alongside lots of different people with different levels of experience. Um, and I chose to do a cushion cover, which was a really easy beginner project. Um, I did have to unpick it once and sew it again, but it was a good uh, learning experience to work out the right way to do it. Um, most people chose to do the tote bag, which had a few more steps. Um, but we were kind of the demo, we were shown like different ways of doing it again and again, and the the tutor was coming around and helping anyone having trouble. So it was really good. Like people seemed to enjoy it a lot. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, so how do you hope to use your newfound skills? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'd like to make uh, cushion covers for my own flat now. I have a sewing machine, so I know what to do. And I was chatting to the tutor about like what fabric I should get and. Um, so I think I'll go get some of that and make some nice cushion covers for my flat. And I was also thinking it could be a nice Christmas present to make for people as well. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. No, of course. And I suppose um, down the line you might even be repairing some of your own items or repairing items for other people as well. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I could definitely see how the skills we learned today could be transferred to lots of other kind of textile repair. The tutor was even talking to me about how she patches jeans using some of the tools that we were using, like the back and forward stitch and I definitely have plenty of jeans that need repairing so I could I could benefit from from trying that out. Yeah, no, absolutely and the satisfaction that comes from doing it uh, whether it's textiles or electronics it's massive being able to repair something it feels great. So. Yeah for sure it's great even today like I came in not having made a cushion cover before and I've walked away with like a perfect um, cushion that I, I'll be able to use right away and it's such a good feeling to complete something like that on a Saturday morning. Sure. <laughs> no, fantastic. Well, thanks again for your time, Maeve. It's much appreciated. Um, I hope to see you at some training in the future. That's brilliant. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you as Super. well. Thank you. Cheers. So today is the 26th of November and we're here at the Glasgow Repair Cafe at Clyde Community Hall and I'm here with one of the other volunteers, John. Um, so if you could t tell us a bit about your experience of volunteering, John, just generally. That's a I've started with a difficult question. I was going to say where to start, the look in my face of like rabbit in the headlights would must be quite something. Um, so I started volunteering in January of this year. So it was a kind of post-Christmas, post-Covid, looking for something interesting to do. Tried to find, I actually was looking more for a makerspace type project. Couldn't find any groups that were still active and happened across the idea of Repair Cafe and I thought that's worth checking out, you know, for something to get involved in because it was something, it sounded like something a little bit different than 
my day job, which work, I work in IT and technology and software, so I spend a lot of time staring at computer screens and thought I wanted to do something a little bit more hands-on. So I got involved and I came with uh, a bit of DIY experience. I wouldn't call myself an expert. Oh, I think you're selling yourself short there, John. I've learned a lot from you. So I learn a lot from watching like YouTube videos and things. So I do that in my spare time. I think it's like another guy's at Big Clive. What does the electronics videos? I don't understand half of what he talks about, but there's a general, I've always had a general curiosity in how things worked. So I kind of learned by doing and I got involved thinking I can do more of that and I could learn from some other some of the expertise of other volunteers so because we get quite a pool of different talents so get involved so got involved as in January uh, started getting more involved in terms of some of the tool storage got involved in some of the logistics side of how the organization works and as of last couple of months ago was approached to join the kind of board as a steering group member so I'm now uh, so within a year I'm now on the board trying to provide just an additional voice into the kind of group to start to figure out where we're going as Fantastic. an organisation so it's been really really interesting Brilliant stuff um, I suppose another interesting question is what's your what's your, been your most interesting repair so far I know there's there's lots and you're, you've, you've got had the Nemesis Dysons in a few times but what, what's been your most enjoyable? The one that always sticks in my head not necessarily the most enjoyable but the one that when people ask you what is a repair cafe what do you do I always go back to it and it's actually I think the very first repair I did on my own, which of all things was an automatic cat food dispenser that sang. (laughs) So I think it took me a while to realise that you could record your own message with it. So you put the dry food in the hopper at the top and you record a message and that plays that message and that's kind of to call the cat towards it. And the, the person who brought that in was an operatic singer so whatever she recorded was like a Disney princess kind of run or an aria type singing so I was sitting here like first repair I was doing on my own had to test this cat food dispenser because this poor cat was going hungry pressed the magic button and it would sing and we were in the deep end which was quite a small room at the time and there was just me pressing this button constantly making this like thing sing and uh, so that was like the weirdest Weirdest, most interesting, but most memorable. That's, we say? that's uh, brilliant. And I managed to fix it, which I was quite pleased with. <laughs> that's marvellous. What a cool repair. Um, as it's certainly a, a yeah, weird item to have in it, especially as your first repair. Yeah, it, it set the tone, shall we say, for just anything can come through the door. Absolutely anything. And you just roll with it and see what happens. Sure. Um, and uh, it would have been great to, you know, to get her response when, when she took that item away, especially as it's such a bizarre, unique thing to be, to be repairing. Definitely. And I just hope the cat didn't go hungry. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thanks again for your time, John. Um, it's really appreciated. You're very welcome. Hi there, it's me again. So now that you've heard from some of those who benefited directly from the Glasgow Repair Cafe, I'd like to take you back to my interview with Paula and hear the rest of her journey so far with the Glasgow Repair Cafe and what the future holds. Thanks again. Yeah, so I suppose that that leads me on to um, how you got in, involved with the Repair Cafe in the first place and um, kind of what what your role involves almost, <laughs> if, if you like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, 
I came across the Repair Cafe Glasgow while working with another organisation, Governhill Baths Community Trust, based in the south side of Glasgow. Um, I met one of the co-founders, uh, John Dawes, who um, had set that up through a Climate Challenge Fund grant back in 2018. Um, and he was looking for some more support in managing the events and uh, coordinating volunteers. Without the volunteers, Repair Cafe Glasgow wouldn't exist. Um, so I uh, came along and discovered that quite quickly it's a fantastic uh, organisation to be involved in. Um, so my role initially was helping to recruit new volunteers, supporting volunteers when, when they wanted to join, and then helping to set up the events, run the events, uh, a wee bit of promotion for people to come along as well. So, um, And since then, um, I've got more and more involved, became a director of the organisation and been doing some of the business support to help the organisation continue and grow. Um, and, and indeed it is, and we're growing our volunteer base quite, quite dramatically. I suppose that leads me on to... Um, maybe some highlights from your repair, your time at the Repair Cafe. There's, I know there's so many, it's hard to pick, you know, one one given thing, but um, have you got any particular highlights for us? I've got, I've got one or two, actually. I think uh, I got involved in the organisation only uh, really April last year, so we were still in a kind of lockdown, lockdown world, um, and we were coming back to having face-to-face -face repair cafes, which of course we hadn't been able to do for, for at least a year. Um, and we were holding our events outdoors in a space called the Deep End, which had a nice outdoor space. A brilliant outdoor um, space. <laughs> the challenge was previously we encouraged people to participate in repair, um, but you have to keep that social distance, so it wasn't so easy. Um, but however, as someone brought along a garden parasol um, that the, it had a, a turning mechanism that was attached to a, a rope and the rope had come away from the, the turning mechanism so it couldn't go up or down. And one of our volunteers, Sonny, uh, took it upon himself to work out how to fix this. He'd never seen one before, so he nipped into the, into the office, uh, got on a YouTube video to work out how to do it because it came from Ikea, actually, that was accessible to find something, which was great. And he worked on it for a good long time. The owners, the two women who brought it in, removed the cover so that we could have a go. And after about an hour or so, Sonny came out with the parasol and people were gathered round and he turned the wheel and the, and the parasol went up and the crowd clapped. It was just a lovely experience. And it kind of captured what it was about. People were engaged and involved in repair. Sunny, a classic example of a volunteer who was enthusiastic and wanted to, and, and tenacious, wanted to find out how to fix it. And, and the, the, the customer or the individual who'd come along was just delighted with the outcome. It was really nice to see. I suppose that leads me on to... Um, quite nicely to how people can contribute to the Repair Cafe and, and how, how it is people go about getting involved or coming to one of our events. Mm. Um, yeah, okay, so to start with our events, our events are held monthly, currently in Clyde Community Hall, the fourth Saturday of every month. 
Um, we advertise them on our social media spaces, on, on Instagram, on Facebook, and we have a website. Um, and it's open to anybody to come along, who anybody can come along. We ask you to only bring things you can carry, um, household items, um, um, textiles, clothes, toys, ornaments. So anything you can bring along, we will have a go. If you want to, you can also email us and give us a little bit of background to what the repair is. It's quite nice to do that. I can then share that with the repairers in case we might need to, to encourage you to get a part or uh, just understand a little bit more for the repair. So, so that's open to everybody. Um, to get involved, obviously you can come along to that. If you're interested in volunteering with us, um, we'd love you also to, to come along to an event. You can get in touch with me through through email. Um, but come along and see what we do. It's the best way to understand what we do. And don't worry, we don't throw you into the deep end. Um, we love you to buddy up. If somebody wants to come along and be a volunteer, you can buddy up with another repairer. Um, and we always we work in one big space so that we can bounce off ideas. You know, the volunteers can share a challenge with another volunteer and before you know it you've got three or four around a problem all trying to solve it which is fantastic um but if repairing's not 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 you don't think you have the skills as yet to repair um we 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 need help in all sorts of other ways too even just on the organizational stuff on on the it on social media on making home baking serving teas and coffees and inviting people, welcoming people when they come, um, or ga helping us to gather the data and to understand uh, what works, what do, what do people want repaired, what skills do they want to learn, so there's quite a lot around that too. Um, and finally, um, we very much welcome donations. You can donate at the event. As I say, it's free to access. All our services are free at point of source. Um, but we have donation buckets in our room and we have a donation button on our website as well. We've gone over, um, you know, how people can contribute, but what, where do you see the Repair Cafe in, uh, you know, going forward and um, what would be kind of these, what would be your grand vision for hmm. what the Repair Cafe could be in the next few years? Another great question. In fact, I was asked by, by somebody the other day uh, who was giving us a little bit of business support, which was fantastic, how what what would the what do we I was asked what do we think the repair cafe would look like in three years time, that was a brilliant question and there were two or three of us there, some uh, the directors, and the vision that we had collectively was uh, that repair cafes were the norm, there were repair cafes around several many around Glasgow for example because currently we're one, we're one repair cafe. Um, dependent on volunteers to, to come along so we really can only meet once a month um, but we do uh, get invited to other places and we do do outreach repair cafes at the moment as well encouraging other organisations or other community groups to think about setting up a repair cafe in their local area for example we were in um, Cambus Lang. Lang just just a month or so ago which was fantastic and that's what would be fantastic if we had Lots of repair cafes around, around Glasgow, around Scotland, and we want to be part of, part of that movement to help people to set them up. So yes, we, we'd love to do a bit more outreach. We want to upskill people as well. So we want to see 
um, more people getting involved in the repairs themselves when they come along. Maybe even have an, an area where people can bring something along and have a go and we can have a couple of repairers just helping them do that. So it's more engaging, more involved um, and, and more empowering for individuals. Um, and But also we want it to be a place where people want to come along because it's fun. It's fun. Uh, they want to be part of it, and it's vibrant and exciting. So that's that's what we want it to look like. Yeah, oh, that's wonderful. So I was just wondering, where can people find out more about the Repair Cafe? Where where can they go? Uh, all sorts of places. We've You've got options. <laughs> yeah, we've got options. You can go to our website, which is repaircafeglasgow.org. You can email me at hello at repaircafeglasgow.org or we're on Instagram and Facebook on Repair Cafe Glasgow. Fantastic. Great stuff. So yeah, if you're interested, do get in touch, especially if um, you know if you're interested in volunteering um, and if you're if you run or work with an organization who's interested in running an event, um, that's the address to get especially email hello at repaircafeglasgow.org. Yes. Yeah, brilliant. Super. Just like to thank you again for your time, Paul. It's been great. Um, been great talking You're with welcome. you. You're welcome. Thank you, Elvin. You've been listening to a special episode about the Glasgow Repair Cafe. This episode was made through the Strathclyde Podcast Society by myself, Elden Wigram. I'd just like to take a moment to thank those who made this episode possible. First of all, I'd like to send a massive thank you to Paula Pike for her support and encouragement throughout this project and especially for giving up her time to record the insightful interview which you've just heard. I'd also like to give a special thanks to those who took the time to share their experience of either using the Repair Cafe services or their experiences as a volunteer. It was really great to hear that. I'd also like to send an extra special thank you to the Strathclyde University Concert Band for sharing their fantastic music which you heard throughout this episode. I really appreciate it. It's especially great to have you know, music from fellow Strathclyders, so that was brilliant. And just to finish off, I would implore you to, you know, go out there and find out what your local repair cafe is and get involved. It would be great to see you join this community. It's a, it's a fantastic, it's a fantastic environment. So without further ado, thanks very much for those who've made it all the way to the end. I, I really appreciate it. Um, and hopefully there'll be more repair, repair cafe content in the future. So... Yeah, thanks again. I really appreciate it. Cheerio.